I guess they they cover it on the Sunday episode, but at that point it's too late. Who cares? Nobody's paying attention at that point. So it it almost feels like they failed when you watch the Thursday episode, and then on the Sunday episode it tells you, no, they just decided that wasn't a good idea, which they've been doing a lot. They are flip-flopping constantly on what they want to do. Yeah, even up until like two, three hours before tonight's episode, there was a plan that Heisem almost stayed tonight. And it was very close. And I'm not just saying that. Like, it was actually very close. Uh, More so than, like, previous weeks. But you're right. I think, like, that is the downside to the live feeds. Like, where they're very fun. But it loses that element of, like, surprise watching this in an episode for the first time. Because usually you find out who the the veto winner is through, like, a tweet or something. You know? Mm -hmm. Usually you find out about these plans, like, reading a recap later on. And so uh, there is part of me that, like, misses that surprise element that, like, Survivor has because you have no idea what's going on until the big reveal happens. And so, like, Heisem being blindsided uh, during this back door for the episode, like, had very little effect on me because I already kind of knew it in little details leading up to it. So it is mm-hmm. a weird thing that I don't know how you fix that unless, like said last season, just eliminate the live feeds altogether, which that's kind of what Big Brother is. Yeah, we've complained. That's just the the nature of the show. Watching the episodes is more of a chore than um, something that feels necessary sometimes. Sometimes, well, I would say you could get insight into, like, diary room, room moments, but half of those are scripted, so it almost takes away that aspect of it. And some of these people, I think we've talked about, like, Ceri's pretty talented and knows what she's doing in the diary room. You don't have to give her scripted things to say and stupid little puns to say. They'll figure it out. You don't need to feed her lines, especially. But most of these people will have funny things to say, I'm sure. Yeah, yep, I completely agree. Uh, but what are you going to do? That's the show. Um, I had a friend who does not watch Big Brother, um, but he works with someone who does watch Big Brother. And so he's been like, I forget what her name is. It's an older lady. I think she's like in her 50s. And she like updates him every day on like what's happening in Big Brother. So he just let me know that that was very funny. And that, that was the first I was like, I was like, oh, how old is she? She's like, oh, 50. I was like, oh, okay. Well, then there you go. That's the demographic, right? She just like, yeah. she doesn't watch the live feed. She just watches the episodes. And unfortunately, I think like it is this weird combination where you have that demographic that still is very involved in the show for years and years. And then you have people like us who are very much into a different show that kind of exists within this show. And so it's, it's mm-hmm. tough. It's a weird balance. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's get into this this week specifically, Nathan. Um, what do you think? Where did Hysom is out of the house? What are your what are your initial thoughts of that? Oh man, what are my initial thoughts? <laughs> Excited? You disappointed? You you know what, what do you think? Sitting here after watching his exit interview leading up to it, I think I'm a little disappointed. Mm-hmm. I I am. You know, I think like the idea of a blind side is so fun. I think the idea of some sort of, you know, revenge, I guess, for the way that, you know, like, I didn't like him last week as HOH. He rubbed me the wrong way, you know? I think a lot of people felt that. But it's like, oh, man, did he deserve this? And I think, like, not, there's the entertainment aspect of it. Like, he was very fun to watch, and I think we are going to lose some of that. You know, Mm -hmm. like, I want to see a villain like that. But I also think, I don't know if it's, best for a lot of their games to get rid of him. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I just look at it and 
saving him could be nothing but good for you because uh, okay so if the professor save him you risk him coming after you because you put him on the block and considered blindsiding him in the first place that's definitely an option but the other side of the house there were way too in their feels about being upset about riley getting voted out when they should have saved Hysom, been like hey be on our side you can and they have a phenomenal shield because right now they're the ones that are going. They're the targets of the professors now, that or whatever that group is now being called. Like that's such a great opportunity to pull him and save him. And yes, you're sending Cameron, somebody who you have been working with. I guess I don't even know if they would have had the numbers for this, but I would have at least tried it. But they didn't seem. Maybe they entertained it a little bit, but it didn't seem like it to me. Yeah, I mean. It really was more so, I think, Sari, Izzy, and Felicia that were kind of the ones entertaining saving him, um, which is interesting because, yeah, I mean, they probably should have never put him up to begin with, uh, but this other side, I think, just doesn't even, they're like, oh, great, they're targeting their own, perfect, you know, let's just roll with it, so I think that's probably mm-hmm. the reason they didn't really consider but you're right, like, I don't know, that would have been a good branch to reach out for like hey your alliance has turned on you we can save you and come work with us um but i think his whole trying to receive some sort of forgiveness and redemption you know like i think that was the interesting part is like the angle he took wasn't to switch sides the angle he took was like let me try to get back with my original people and that was kind of all we really saw of him this episode is try to reconcile with those relationships yeah, and that's one of the big differences I saw in the episode, because he definitely did go to the other side and was like, hey, if you save me, I will be loyal to you. I was mm-hmm. nothing but loyal to that side. I did nothing to hurt them. I targeted Riley, as right. I thought she was a threat, Like I, and I did not flinch. I did not even consider another option. And so, I, I man, I would have I bought into that. When everybody in the house is set on voting out a person, Unless it's like they did something that's like inexcusable and you need to get them out of the house, like Kyle last year, then okay, yeah, everybody vote them out, sure. Like I, I just want to be clear that that makes sense. But if everybody wants one person voted out, what an awesome opportunity to make a move and make an ally who every who will be entirely indebted to you, and someone who has shown himself to be wildly loyal. I guess he had the conversation with America where he said he got stuck with the leftovers. And that hurt feelings, but everybody just took everything so personal in this episode, and it was very yeah. frustrating to watch. Yeah, that was fascinating because there was a semi blow up. Um, not really. I mean, it was just only a couple words exchanged between Izzy and Heisman on the live feeds that wasn't shown in the episode. Uh, but a lot of it did come down to that conversation with America and America kind of being the one to like confer with them, like, yeah, he did call you leftovers, you know, and that's such a Ah, that's such a like fascinating part of this game is how correct information without the full context can be just taken the complete wrong way. Cause like when you when I was watching him, I was like, I don't think he said anything really against his current alliance. I think mm-hmm. he was just kind of explaining the dynamics of where things landed. Like, yeah, you know, maybe we didn't all want to work together, but here we are. You know, this is the kind of where I'm at because I, you know, like. I didn't take that as I don't want to work with these people and now I have to, but I think, you know, and I'm not a hundred percent sure on how strategic America was and, you know, like she could have definitely did that on purpose, you know, like word it in a way 
where it's like here's some truth but let me add a little bit more to it to mm-hmm. <laughs> emphasize the negative part of it uh i'm not sure but i think that's like a great example of how like you need to consistently be checking in with your allies and your alliance you know like i think that could have been easily swept under the rug if maybe he talks to his it's like oh yeah well i was explaining to america how we kind of you know just fell on these sides and here we are and then like okay cool mm-hmm. you know but that's tough it's tough to have to explain every conversation you have with everyone um just in case something might be taken out of context and the reality is they had already decided that he was rubbing them the wrong way they had already decided that he was a big threat and he was someone that they should get out and they wanted to make a big move for some reason in week three because everybody's going to remember that it's really going to boost your resume at the end so uh, yeah they were like oh this is a great opportunity to say that he betrayed us and so that gets us off and sure i guess it works and we've talked about that before many times you just need to find an excuse and that's the excuse they chose i just don't understand why you get rid of the biggest shield in your alliance yeah it's it's tough uh it's interesting um but i don't know it's gonna be very fascinating to see where the next target lies because i I thought it was fascinating that felicia brought up the fact that it's always been the outgoing hoh that goes home you know Mm -hmm. if like riley now highsome and she did bring that up as a concern like she doesn't want to start this you know precedent of like hey the outgoing hoh you know is the next target uh i i don't think that's gonna be the case for her but I don't know who's going to slide into that spot because it mm-hmm. it felt like even if the professors didn't win this past week, the other side might have put him up anyways. You know, like he was almost the universal target. And mm-hmm. I don't think we have a universal target. I think we have a couple targets and it's really going to depend on who wins tonight, which is kind of more exciting than where we were last week. Yeah, I think everybody in the professors is very, very... Um, vulnerable at this point. Like, they, they lost the one person that was protecting them. So if somebody from the handful, or if that's even the Alliance anymore, I don't know if that's the name. Well, we can talk about anymore. that, because I don't yeah. think either of those exist. There's more Alliances right going on. But those were the two sides that we were given. Yes. <laughs> and now those are being, being blurred a little bit. Do we want to dive right into those? Uh, we can. I mean, do you want me to fill you in on all my notes of Alliances we got? <laughs> oh, I'm looking at your notes, but we can fill in the class. <laughs> All right. Well, I think uh, the first thing to kind of talk about the professors, uh, we did see a lot of this in the episode, is that they intentionally did not include uh, Red or mm-hmm. Bowie. I might be making that up now. I, th- I feel like when I'm they were right thinking about flipping, they mentioned not including Bowie because she was just kind of doing her own thing. Yes. Yeah, so Bowie is out of the professor. Like as far as like. Izzy, Felicia, Sari, like, they don't talk to Bowie anymore. That's kind of over. She is just this floater that, I'll I'll be honest, she's kind of clueless. Like, she's not really playing much game, and she's just kind of there. But on the episode, we saw a lot of Red not being included because of his relationship to Cameron. uh, Yeah. I I mean, I don't think that was the best move. Do you? Oh, no. It was awful. Why wouldn't you have that conversation with him? When you're putting Cameron on the block, why wouldn't you talk to him and be like, Cameron's not in trouble because we're doing this? Because he's loyal and he'll tell Heisem? I don't know if he would have. Well, especially because they told 
Cameron the plan, right? Like they told Jag, yeah. they told Cameron, they they told others. Like Red was one of the only people in the house they didn't tell. And so I I understand wanting to like keep it under wraps to be like, hey, we can't let Heisem know he's the target, but like then you shouldn't be telling Cameron, someone that isn't like uh, that's where it lost me. Uh and then obviously Red and Cameron talked and they are definitely closer now because of this mistake that everyone else made in the professors. Mm -hmm. And now you lost his trust for no reason. Like if you're going to tell everybody, but red and Heisem, just tell red because he's the only one. Cause ideally Heisem's going home. So you won't have to worry about him. You don't have to feel bad about not telling him. And then you just create multiple days in which red can find out and be upset about it. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's weird. Uh, but from what I can tell, I think Red and Cameron are two of the most likely to be targeted, um, at least mm -hmm. if, like, one of these people win. Uh, but let me let me break down where we are right now with alliances, okay? And I'll just kind of run through this because this is another segment where, you know, I think I talked a little bit last week of, like, the crossroads, which I don't even think is a thing anymore. So, like, these are, <laughs> these are updates that I think are relevant to how people are playing the game, but potentially will not be relevant in the next day or two or next week, especially when we talk again. So let me just burn through it. Uh, the biggest alliance that we saw formed is the Seven Deadly Sins. Okay, so this is Blue, Suri, Felicia, Izzy, Jag, Jared, and Matt. Okay, so this is, from what I can tell, this alliance has existed for a couple days now, and they're still coming back and referring to each other as such. So I I I feel like I'm safe saying this is like a pretty consistent alliance again for the time being. Uh now the interesting part about this one is that Jared told Corey about it. And this I, Corey is in such an interesting place and we can talk about Corey more when we get to talking about individual players, but he is being smart about not using this information yet and instead trying to gain favor to get into this alliance. Okay? Mm -hmm. And so, there is a separate alliance formed, uh, the overlapping being Suri, Izzy, Felicia, and Matt, and then there's Cameron, Red, and Bowie. And now I'm pretty sure this one was started by, like, Cameron and Red. Like, they were really kind of trying oh. to start, like, this new... You know, like, okay, professors are gone. Like, we need, you know. And so I think the rest of them are just kind of going with it. And there was a conversation between Suri and Matt where Suri was like, just so you know, like, Seven Deadly Sins is the real one. So this one is kind of just like a, you know, cover, but it is being referenced. And then finally, I, I think this was like last night that this one was created. Uh, so this was the work of Corey trying to bring in America, which we'll talk about them too. <laughs> In a bit. Yep. Corey wanted really bad to get in this big alliance, so he tried to get America to come in with him, and now they have the for real, for real, which is Sri, Izzy, and Felicia, so those three again, Jared, Corey, America, and Mimi. Okay? If you're just listening to this, or just watch and not seeing my notes, which no one is but me and Tony, I know that's a lot of names I just read off, so... I don't even know where to go from there, but that's uh, from my <laughs> understanding and trying to keep up hey, with the feeds. 
Since this we're on YouTube we're now, at. why don't you pop up little pictures of each of them for each alliance? I, I'm just I trying to make do you do more work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing that. You can look it up yourself. There's a lot of good tweets out there that summarize all what I just said. Yeah, uh, I think I the wild know. thing is thoughts on anything. One of, <laughs> yeah, one. I think one of these alliances, or at least one that's going to be made in the next week, is going to be the alliance of the season. Because, like we said, it takes the first couple weeks for the dust to settle. And then one group comes together and actually sticks together and pushes to the end. So I think one of these alliances is going to be that. So it's interesting. It'll be very, very interesting to see which one it is. I don't think it'll be the Legend 25. I think everybody no. except for Red and Bowie or Red and Cameron know that's fake and don't care about that at all. I think those guys are just extras that are going to get picked off or pulled over for a vote at some point. Um, unfortunately for those guys. I was excited about Red, but he hasn't done too much. I think it'll be interesting to see if it's the For Real For Real or Seven Deadly Sins. Both have people that yes. I enjoy. Yeah, I I, I really cannot tell. Uh, like I said, the Seven Deadly Sins... That one feels more solidified because it's existed longer, but the Corey mm -hmm. factor is interesting to me. And let's yeah. just let, let's talk about Corey in America. Okay, let's just segue there. Because they are I think they are the showmans that uh America needs to see on the episodes instead of Jared and Blue. <laughs> like they are the America the player? Yes. Or like the audience. Sorry. I I just used both. <laughs> I yeah, used did. both. <laughs> and I enjoyed it deeply. <laughs> I didn't even realize. I didn't even realize. What I'm saying is the episode is pushing this Jared Blue narrative. And I think the people want the people want and need uh Corey in America. Because I don't know if you've seen yeah. the interaction on the feeds. It is the most awkward but realistic will they won't they? And I I, I love uh, it. It gives me like the nerd and, like, the really pretty girl vibes, which I love. America, I saw the other day, and I think Zach, tweet, like, quoted the tweet, um, Corey's brother, where he was like, somebody needs to teach him how to flirt because he just keeps fist bumping me <laughs> awkwardly. And it just kills yep. me. And I love it. It's just, so, like, such a fun duo. And, yeah, I'm all in. I love it. So, th yeah, there's more to that because Felicia told Corey about that because I think America was telling Felicia. Mm -hmm. Uh and so now that is a part they have officially solidified a final two and a fist bump is part of it. Like that's their thing now is they fist bump. So that's Corey just part of their Yep. So that's just a part that's of their precious. <laughs> that's it's, so cute. It's so cute. I just like I love it. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, so for the longest time this week, America has been kind of like left out of everything. And in fact, almost the target. Um, at mm. least for like future weeks. And Corey has been really trying to get her in. Um, and a lot of it is um, just having to do with like Sari not trusting her, um, Felicia not trusting her, just for like little things. Um, and so that's why like I'm kind of rooting for for real, for real, because I think that solidifies the idea that like Corey got her in. You know, because when they approached her, um, it was kind of this cool, like, they approach her, they bring her in, 
Um, they have a big meeting, the whole alliance. And then after the fact, Corey goes, oh, yeah, actually, I knew about that alliance before you did. And I was trying to hint at you to go talk to them to get you in. And it worked. Mm-hmm. And so it was like this. I don't know. I think Corey has like a lot of good reads in the game. But I think he's just taking a slower time to kind of execute what he wants to happen. And I think mm-hmm. it's a little more difficult for people to listen to him as opposed to like Sari where she says something it gets done that day like within the next hour like she makes it happen and I think he's trying to figure out how can I do that and I think this alliance gives me hope that he can actually you know do something with his information oh absolutely yeah I Corey just hasn't hasn't been able to create the like close connections that I feel like other people have except for maybe now with America but yeah, he's he's definitely slow. I like what you said about him slowly making the prog- progress. He wasn't he's not flying by the seat of his pants like everybody else, but he is slowly making progress. And I haven't seen much about his name being thrown around a ton. So people want him there, but man, it's it's interesting that he's trying to get America into these things so bad. Like it feels like almost risking his game for her. So that's that's fascinating to see so early on. Yeah, I think there's a level of that, um, but I think it's also, I think he recognizes the fact that her name was being thrown around so much, and you know him being fully aware of Seven Deadly Sins and being aware of who's not in it, I think he, it could be also him looking out for who is still available for a final two, or who is still available to work with, because I think mm. when you try to get into alliance like that, you know, he could just be the eighth person in this big alliance being number eight on the, you know, first to mm-hmm. go out of it. Or he can try to pull in an outsider who doesn't have an ally. And, you know, yeah. if he can convince her that he is her only ally, which I think he kind of is her biggest ally, I think that's good. Mm-hmm. So I hope that's his strategy. Like, that's what the smart thing uh, with this would be. Um, so, I, you know, I could just be giving him all the benefit in the world of <laughs> thinking he's the best player ever uh who knows maybe this is all by accident hey i've all been uh, we've all been there we've all just given so much credit to a player who probably didn't do as much as we give them credit for i do think that for real for real compared to seven deadly sins i just don't see jag matt and blue being as flexible to bounce around alliances like i feel like they see each other as like it's us three against the world and if we have to pretend to be with someone we will but we're going to take a shot sooner than they will as well. And so I could see them blowing that up sooner rather than later. I could see them blowing that up this week, potentially. Maybe not this week. Maybe you, they'd, they'd wait a little bit. But yeah, I just see... I could see how vindictive they were about Riley and her leaving, especially Matt. Matt was very upset about that. And then Blue, her goodbye message, which I loved, for the record. Her just going off on Hysom was delightful. But that just doesn't t- say somebody who's flexible in the game to me, and I think that's that's important when you're joining up against the people you were just against. Yeah, that is an interesting point, and I it is fascinating because I think like we mentioned last week, for a lot of them, Riley appeared to be their number one, like a lot of people's number one. Matt's number mm-hmm. one, Chag's number one, Cameron's number one, Blue's number one. And I don't think, like, we got a full sense of who Riley's number one was, because clearly, like, mm-hmm. she would have had favorites out of, you know. Um, 
And I think it's interesting that they haven't necessarily grouped up since she's been gone. You know, and it could be just because like they're not in power, so now they just don't have a choice anymore, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, it was another professor this week in power, uh, but like you would have thought, like, you know, week one there were two different sides going at it, and now it feels like the handful. I mean, none of them are talking about the handful. Like, none of them seem to be working together as a unit. Maybe like individual relationships. So I think that is the interesting part of like where do they fall? You know. Uh, and I think like so it's, it's hard to tell. And I think this next week will really show, especially if one of them win. Like, do they group back up and do they pick up those pieces, or do they move forward with this newer alliance, realizing like, yeah, I know we are all working together week one, but we haven't talked game in two weeks, so we're past that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to put aside bitterness and pride in in Big Brother. Eventually, you can use it. Eventually, it can be like, hey. I've been waiting to do this since week two, but you can't just like immediately do that. I, I think of Dan in Big Brother Ten, where he was just like, "Hey, that was my closest ally, but I'm not trying to fight you guys. I'm trying to get on your side so that I can forward myself in this game and not just try to make myself another enemy." I wonder too, with Felicia backdooring Hysum, if that also plays into it for them, mm-hmm. where. Because I think, like, Hysum was definitely the face of, like, let's get Riley out. Like, I know the other, like, the professors clearly went along with it, and they supported it, you know? Like, mm-hmm. they didn't stop him. But I think, like, you they know... They couldn't for, stop him. Nobody well, could. That's true, too. So, like, I wonder for yeah. Matt, you know, does Matches view Hysum as the sole responsibility of it? And yeah. So, like, that could be, you know? It's like, maybe their vengeance is done now that he's gone, and now it's a fresh start. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like that's probably the case, for some of them because i don't know yeah like you're saying you can't you can't just go the entire summer uh or wait who was it oh it was a survivor last season with jam jam where his whole thing was voting out everyone who wrote down his name (laughs) yep he was very very vindictive and i guess it works out sometimes that's worth noting Right, but I don't. I don't think you could go the whole summer, like week by week, voting out everyone who voted out Riley. Like at some point, Riley. Look, Riley was week two. <laughs> You'll forget about her in a couple of weeks and just have to play your game. And also, everybody voted her out. So you're, which That's I guess is too. the goal. You want you want to vote out everybody else. That's fair. I guess so. Be on the right side of the vote. <laughs> Always. Always. Never make it interesting. Never. 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 All right, where else do we want to go now? Um, I'm looking at my notes. Do you want to talk about Jared and Blue at all? This, uh... Yeah, we probably should. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Yeah. Uh, are you... Last week you were high on Jared. Where's the Where's the temperature gauge now? Um... Uh, it's gone down a smidge. I'm not going to okay. lie to you. He okay. said some uh, interesting things in conversations with her. Um, there was something about him like trying to get her to tell him her body count which was weird and something about like if your body count's too high you're not going to end up with me and I think it was playful and hopefully not like 100% serious also he said something about he didn't view like being loyal to women as important as being like loyal to a friend or something like that and but he's grown now, so he doesn't have those opinions anymore. And w- after he said it, Blue like gave the camera a side eye, like, "What the heck?" 
Um, just like interesting things, interesting little comments. Hey, don't take it from me. Maybe well, we'll watch the show and see. Or watch the feeds. I think the biggest comment, well, there's one where he said he doesn't like girls that fart or burp at all. So that's like, oh. okay, you're going to have to grow out of that someday. But that's all of them, my man. <laughs> I think my favorite was he confessed to Blue. He's like, hey, I got a secret for you. He's like, um, I kind of have a girl back home. He did and tell her about her. I didn't know that. He did. And apparently this girl is like running his socials and watching his dog. Uh, and Blue's response was said, oh, that's okay. I also kind of had a guy I'm talking to back home. <laughs> so. Well, they were making out this week. Oh, they were. No, I mean, like, they're <laughs> like. The thing that happened. Uh, but then the craziest part is that Jared shouted her out in his vote tonight. So I don't really like. If you really thought that you cuddling and flirting with Blue wasn't going to be on the feet or wasn't going to be on the show when your mom is sitting across the the backyard, that's an outrageous move. And it, I, ah, it's just so messy. Like, I, like, are we are just doing, getting man? old? Are we getting old? And like the the uh, like establishments of like a monogamous relationship. Are we just like past that? Is that what's happening here? Or is Jared just like not a great guy? I can't tell. Tell me, Tony. <laughs> uh, buddy, I don't know. <laughs> what is? To what me, is... <laughs> he's not a great guy. But and Sari is over there. Like, oh yeah, Blue's not gonna be an issue because he has a girl back home. Blue's obviously an issue unless. This is just okay by her, uh, the girl back home, which I'm, I feel bad for her to have to watch this unless she's okay with it. I don't know. I, I, I'm not here to judge. I mean, this is like classic BB6. Remember when Janelle broke up with her boyfriend over yeah, Big Brother? She just started making out with the guy and was like, well, if you're watching this, I think we're done. <laughs> she absolutely did do that. Yep. And people love her, so who knows? Maybe Jared will, you know, be fine. <laughs> Throughout all this, Jared's still just riding off of being Ceri's son. That's that's where all of the goodwill is coming from. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna be honest. I don't have much hope for him in this game. <laughs> no, I think he's I think he's pretty sloppy. Uh, but he the... has so much of a cushion and shield from Ceri that he might still just make it to the end. Who knows? Oh, I mean, a hundred percent. Like if she wasn't in this game. He wouldn't be included in nearly as many conversations. No, absolutely not. Uh, the only other note I had on him is that there was a conversation at some point between Matt and Jag, uh, realizing that Jared was kind of the person in between both of the alliances. Mm. And so they are onto him as far as, like, wait a minute. You notice how, like, he is the connecting factor between these two things? So... I don't know. It could not look good. Uh, also, he is—he's gonna tell Blue that Ceri's his mom. Like, oh, absolutely, multiple times this week. I think like I—I I saw three different moments where they're laying down. He's like, oh man, I just—I really want to tell you the secret, but I—I I, I can't. I like trust me, I can't. But like, it would blow your mind. Like, you have no idea. Um, and then there was another part where him and Heisen were talking about traveling, and he's like, oh, yeah, my favorite place I've ever been to Fiji. He's like, what'd you go to Fiji for? He's like, oh, no reason. And that was it. I was like, what are you doing? Jeez. 
He did go to Fiji, and he did enjoy it. I remember that. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's tough. Man. There's he's going to no tell. He's that... going to tell. And also, like, I don't know. Blue might be completely into Jared. That's very, very possible. There's also a level, like, the side-eye that she gives the camera when he says certain things makes me wonder if she's playing him and if it's all just going to blow up in his face. And hopefully she'll be somewhat tactful with it, or maybe it'll be a mess, and it'll just be really, really fun to watch, and every the whole house will explode, and it'll be a lot of fun. I don't know what it'll be, but I don't know. I wonder. Maybe it's genuine, yeah. and if it is, good for them. Like, I'm not here to judge, whatever, cool. But it might not be, which is much more fun for me, I think. And really, this is for me. This is for us. Like, their whole relationship yeah. is for our entertainment alone. And so, yes, Honestly. I do. I do hope that there is a blowout somewhere, uh, and she takes it out on him. I, that that's the best case scenario, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think there's nothing worse than just like a little fizzle. Yeah, that was uh, that was last year, Kyle. It was just like a fizzle. Like, mm-hmm. oh, he said some, you know, controversial, could be taken racist statements. Hmm. All right, we'll fizzle this out. <laughs> now, Alyssa and Tyler are making out. Which I'm so, all for. Suppose so, I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know if I'm behind. Well, they've but... showed they've showed the clip cons- constantly in the like promotional okay. stuff. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it happens. Uh, okay, I've seen that. Yes. Yeah, it definitely happens. Uh, but yeah, Blue. While we're here, we are we just talked about Jared a little bit. Blue, I like I said, I loved her goodbye message. I loved her like screw you to Hysom. That was such a treat. You just don't see that energy anymore in Big Brother. So it's just fun to see her be like, screw you, I'm glad you're out, and this is great. And that's what you get from pre-jury photo-outs most of the time. Or we used to get them all the time. So yeah, absolutely absolutely delightful. Um, Yeah, I hope she sticks around for a while. I don't have anything against Blue, I don't think. I don't have anything against her. I just... I don't know. I think, like, I'm just trained to dislike showmances. And so I have very little hope that she can recover from being anything but this. I think every season has that, you know, thing where it's like their head is no longer in the game. And Mm -hmm. if she has to choose strategy over Jared, will she do it? And I hope she will. Um, But I don't know. I think anyone who gets into showmance outside of Corey in America. Okay. Let me be clear. (laughs) Honestly. Uh, Anyone else? It's like a oh, I wanted you to do good in this game. So there's some chances where it's like that's adorable. I love everything about that. And then there's some where you're just like, mm, I just want to see less of you. I'm trying like, to I think of all. another example. I think last year, I think while it was potentially going to be a thing, I think uh, Taylor and Joseph. That was one of those like, mm-hmm. oh, this is sweet. I hope this happens. Yeah. Um, yeah, but very rarely the Taylor Monty stuff happened. Yeah, and then that just got <laughs> kind yeah. of. Let's not talk about not that. Great. Sorry, I brought it up. Oh man. Okay. Let's Jackson talk and Holly about... was another one that everybody was rooting for. Yeah. No, I was just that was no. It was, was clearly a, a Jack and Sis. Remember Sis? <laughs> I do remember Sis. She existed. <laughs> remember how she was on the challenge last year? Nobody remembers she was. that. Yeah, Tommy killed that elimination, man. 
That is one of the worst challenge performances I think I've ever seen. And everybody <laughs> felt so bad that they still gave him an applause. <laughs> they gave so him good. an applause. He couldn't stand up once. Nope. I don't even remember what the challenge was. I just remember he couldn't stand up. That's all I remember. <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to like you were supposed to pull and then something would lift up so that the other person could do something. And he didn't lift it once. So Sis just Annalise just sat there. Just like, <laughs> come on, Tommy, you can do it. And they're like, man, oh, this guy's man. got heart, but no muscles. Anyways, we can move on from that conversation. <laughs> uh, let's talk a little bit about some of the other things that happened in this episode. More so the um, announcements, I guess. Well, two things. Mm-hmm. Pressure cooker's back. Yep. Uh, it's it is right not- now. Do you have it up? I have it up. I'm dying at Felicia just sitting there staring on the couch. She's got some food. She's like, yeah, I'm just going to make myself comfortable. Right. It looks like everyone's still in. Mm-hmm. So we will keep you updated while we're recording if anything exciting happens. Um, I don't have volume on, though, so I don't know. It'll be hard to tell, but that's happening. We I'm planning our, on staying um, up pretty late for it. I'd love to have our weekly Matt Complaint Corner. Um, they're currently in the dark, which means he is both blind and cannot see. Um, so he's just just existing. I didn't even think no about idea. that. Like, how are they oh. gonna tell him that he like that somebody's out or that he accidentally lifted his hand off or that he won? Like, no, he's just it, literally just in a space and has no idea what's happening around him. That's I didn't even think about that. You, like, literally take away <laughs> the one thing he has. He said it at the end of the episode. He said it. He's like, wow, I'm deaf, and now I can't see either. Like, and he said it jokingly, and everyone was like, oh, no. But oh, he didn't gosh. hear that. As far as he knows, nobody answered. I hope he's just, like, talking a lot. Just keep saying things. That That is tragic. That is actually yeah. horrible. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That sucks. Uh, I did like how everyone went to America to explain to everyone what the pressure cooker was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just ran, America, what is it? She's like, you can hold your hand on the button. She's like, okay, thank you. Somebody knows. I'm so glad that there's one person here. Expl- I don't know. I'm sure maybe another person or two knew, but there were clearly people that didn't know <laughs> what it was. So that was funny. So far, it's looking like, I realize it's like 45 minutes in, but it's looking good. Like everybody's still in, everybody's still fighting. And yeah, I'm I'm in. I'm excited. I will be trying to watch as much as I can tonight. That's for sure. Oh yeah. Uh, the other big reveal announcement twist at the end of this episode is the BB Comic Power, uh, which mm-hmm. I think takes place next week. I think we have until uh the top four votes. Uh, people who win votes, you vote online. Those four people will compete in a secret challenge, assuming that nobody else will know about it. So, like, only these four people, which that alone is kind of cool because these four people will mm-hmm. have a secret. That's kind of yeah. fun. Like, yeah. if they're not allowed to tell their people, or maybe they have the, tr- you know, I don't know. That could be cool. Uh, and then whoever wins that challenge gets to save one of the next two evictees. Mm-hmm. Did I get all that right? Yes, that's what it is. Including if it is themselves, they can save themselves as well. Yes. I kind of like this twist. So I was furious 
for about 3.2 seconds because I thought it was just going to be they were going to give a power to whoever got the most votes. And I was like, all right, we're going to gift Suri some stuff. Mm-hmm. Then I heard the competition. And I was like, oh, okay, that's not so, as bad. Suri's not going to win a competition, so okay right? With that. I mean, at least there's a chance <laughs> that she doesn't win it. That's, that's where I'm at. At least there's a chance. I wish it was the most hated house guest again, like it was uh, in Big Brother 21. That was very funny. Um, that was funny. Why don't they bring that back? That was so funny. Because Jackson won it, didn't he? He clocked it immediately. He was like, that wasn't the favorites. That was the people that everyone dislikes. And we were all able to be thrown in there. Yep. Yep. And yeah, he <laughs> won it. Oh, that was a good time. Um, but I feel like it's just going to be Sari, Jared, Corey, and Felicia, probably. I feel like it's just going to be those four. I could see that. I I don't know. I don't know if Jared will get it, to be honest. I think. Well, Jared... So many. It's not. It's not settled by people who watch the feeds. Really, it's usually settled by the people, the normies, the people who just watch the live the show. Perhaps. And he's still Cerise's son, uh, so that carries some level of weight. I think. I think Cody winning America's Favorite House Guest in season nineteen makes me think that maybe it's a little both, but you could be right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That was a whole campaign, though. Jessica was really pushing for that. <laughs> Can you, man? What a terrible time where, like, that was our saving grace for the season. Is like, hey, yeah, we need Cody to win. That's the only thing we got. It'd be fascinating if they did a second chance as Big Brother and brought Cody back. I don't think they'll ever invite him back. No, no, burn too many bridges. Uh, he's very uh, anti-vax on Twitter. And I don't think oh. CBS likes that very much. I'll just yeah, say. probably not. <laughs> like very, like I, I think I saw like a week ago. He's very consistently tweeting about. People that. are still talking about that. <laughs> yes, yes, they Jeez. are. <laughs> if you just look him up. Past that. Um. Okay. Should we talk about some other players? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, we talked about Blue enough. We talked about Jared enough. We talked about Corey in America. Uh. Should we say more about Suri, other than she's still just this mob boss that is controlling everyone? It was, I'm curious to know if she was really giving those devil looks to Jared and Blue, because they could just cut that together for the sake of the show. But I'm sure she's not a fan and has been giving him glares and telling, she yelled at him in the, in the, uh, Hysom came in and made a joke and they're all like, laughy, laughy, laughy. Hysom walks out and she's like, you better, like, clean that up like get that out of my face i I enjoyed that deeply yeah if she has a downfall it's going to be either because jared tells everyone that they're related or something with jared and blue like that's going to jared's gonna have to pick a side and he you know like there's nothing good that can come from this for her game you think she would sacrifice herself for jared Oh, that's tough. That is tough. I I don't know if she would. It makes me think of Blood versus Water in Survivor when uh-huh. Hayden looks at Kat and says, do you really think you can do better than me at this game? I think he says it nicer than that, but it's basically like, do you really think you have a better shot than I do? And uh-huh. she's kind of like, yeah. And he's like, Kat, really? Do you really think that? And then she's like, no, probably not. And so he stays in the game. Like, it, it feels like that to me, where Suri's like, Jared, you really think? But also, you want your child to, like, succeed. That's a little bit different. I don't know. I, I think 
But I think here's where it's a little different is it's not so much like her trying to protect him, but like if he goes out and gets a showmance and that tanks his game and clouds his judgment, I don't see her, you know, I see her being the type of person that's like, yep, this is the consequence. Like, I warned you about this. You Mm -hmm. knew better. Like, there's nothing I can do at this point. You know, like, even if I think... Like what? I don't know what position she would go out over him, and now he would go farther. You know, like I don't see that type of sacrifice benefiting him anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And I, man, I think people might turn on her if she was just cold about it and just like, "Hey, you screwed yourself over. See ya, deuces." Now, that'd be tough to do. But she'd probably be more more careful about it than that. Yeah, she'd I also Siri who voted out her son, just like. I also Sierra. don't see a world where Jared would be like, hey, mom, you got to sacrifice. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if he'd be mm-hmm. that type of person. Like, he seems to have too much, like, I don't know. It would look bad if his mom had to be the one to save him. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, let's talk Actually, about... With his views about... No, not going to make that joke. <laughs> no, let's talk about Felicia. In. Felicia, uh, yeah, I mean, she had a, a powerful backdoor, I guess, this week that we don't think was a great move, but it's something, I suppose. Also, a legitimate backdoor, which you like to see. I hate when it's just like, oh, that person won the veto, so let's backdoor this person. Backdooring someone is like the intent of kicking them out the backdoor. It's not just you replace them as a nominee. Um, that's stupid semantics, though, so I'll shut up about that. <laughs> uh, man, I think she she had a good week, I think, overall. Early on in the week, she was talking about in the diary room, like, yeah, everybody wants to get out high some, but is that really good for my game? We've seen the last two HOHs be targeted the next week, so what should I do? And it's like, you do what the house wants, and then no one's going to target you. What do you mean? Like, what? Mm. That That seems pretty simple to me. I don't know. So I think she did the right thing. I don't I it's way too early to take shots that just benefit your game. You just if there's I think Derek really, really benefited from that in Big Brother 16, where every time he was HOH, he just got out the person that everybody wanted out and it just made it easy. Didn't get any huge targets on his back, just did what everybody else wanted and called it good. And he didn't have to do all the dirty work. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like the best thing she's got going for her is every one of these alliances that we mentioned early, she's a part of, you know, like she's not aware of the Sari Jared twist, but she might as well because she's in all those conversations. Like she's right there with Sari and Izzy. And there's something about like being the older person on this season. I think she can get away with more, you know, cause like she's, she's pretty confident in, you know, her DRs and to other people, you know, like she tells it straight, but for whatever reason, I think like Heisem, for example, could be saying the same things, but it comes across much more aggressive than, you Mm -hmm. know, an older lady who is saying it. And so I think she's got that working for her. And so I don't know when she will be someone's target. Like, Hey, we need to get her out. So I think that's great. Yeah. I don't know that she will be, I don't think she'll be a threat until the very end where people are just like, Final six, hey, Felicia, everybody loves you. We got to get rid of you. And attaching herself to Sari is really, like, the best thing that you can do. Because then Sari 
is going to protect you and she trusts you with everything. I'm surprised she hasn't Felicia hasn't been let in on the Jared secret yet. Um and I wonder if that will fracture that <laughs> alliance at all. Yeah. Yeah, that is interesting like how she will take that news if she takes, you mm-hmm. know, who knows, maybe they'll go the yeah. without knowing. Uh it's also important to note that she is one of two people in the house that have won a competition this season. <laughs> Yeah, mostly because Heisum Heisum won them all, uh, but it is her and Jack. That it's helped. also the most random. Every once in a while, they do those HOHs where it's just like this is actually just a crapshoot. You just get lucky. Oh, for sure, for sure. It, this wasn't because her athleticism or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think in seasons we see like the athletic person win these, and then it's like, man, athletic person's always just so dominant. It's like, man, they just got lucky. On a couple of these. Yeah, 100%. But then the veto competition is, like, actually endurance. <laughs> that that would be exhausting. Yes. Which, she did not do good at the veto competition. <laughs> nope. She almost got stuck like Brittany. I think she got one egg in the time that took Jack to get, what, eight or ten? Whatever it yep. was. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Uh, let's talk about Jack a little bit. I... I still like Jack a lot. I do, but I feel like he's not doing much to actually deserve that. He's just riding on, like, my early... I think he has some good reads, he has some good thoughts, but he's not... I wouldn't say he's in a good position. I feel like he's a target for what's left of the handful. If somebody's targeting that group, he's one of the main ones. Yes, I do agree with that. I think he has potential... And I, mm-hmm. I would almost put him how I felt about Corey the past two weeks, where okay. I think he's got okay reads, and he is is trying for something, but I just don't think he's broken through, you know? And, like, yes, he's a part of the Seven Deadly Sins, but, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm just not convinced. Like, you look at, like, him and Matt who are included within that. I think people would keep Matt over Jag, and I don't know why that mm-hmm. is, but I agree. Like, I just don't think he is in a great position. Um, but I, I just, I want him to be, I want him to be in a good position. Yeah. He, he's very charming. He has something to him that I'm a, I'm a big fan and I want him to succeed for sure. So hopefully he sticks around. I hope they just pick up all the people. This is a really likable cast across the board. There's only like three or four people where it's like, yeah, you can just leave and I'm fine with that. Yeah. I mean, and we thought Heisen was that person until we saw this week and we're like, oh wow. He's, uh. People were There's literally tweeting there. out. People were like, bring him back for second chances. Like, he he worked America tonight. He worked, the, yeah, sorry, he's... the USA. Thank you. Thank you. The viewing audience. Just because it doesn't mean it's just America out there. Um, Yeah, he, when he was talking about it afterwards, he's like, oh, he, like, knows what he screwed up. And I think he might have been playing up the, like, sorry aspect. Um, At least I like to believe that because I think that, that I was making me mad when they're like, I'm so sorry. I just Izzy specifically. Izzy is just just lays it on way too thick for me. Where she's like, I'm sorry, I just could I just couldn't trust you and just so intense always. Anyways, yeah. And loved Tyson. Loved what he had to offer there at the end. Do you want to talk about Izzy? Is that what you're hinting at? No, that was just, Izzy is just so much. She's just so <laughs> that's much. That's what that's what you said last week. You still think she's too much? Way too much. She's way, she thinks she's so good. Um, and it's just so intense always. It is 
so hard to predict what will happen to her. Mm-hmm. Because on I one hand... I feel like hand, she's Icarus, man. I feel like she's Icarus. She is playing so hard, mm-hmm. and she's in a great position, but it just feels like at any moment that's going to snap. Mm-hmm. It's very precarious. You never know when that moment's going to happen, but you feel like it's coming. It's coming. She's going to she say the wrong thing to the wrong person. Yep. She absolutely knows too much. You know, like, does something snap where she decides to reveal everything? I, like, mm-hmm. that—that that is a real possibility. And if I was Sari, I would be way more concerned than it seems like she is. Mm-hmm. It's just so early. Like I don't think Sir I don't think Izzy would flip until like top five, top four. Maybe. I mean, yeah. I think you're that like that'd you be the smart Suri, thing. Yeah, you're gonna ride those coattails as long as you can. But you gotta make sure you take that shot before it's too late. Yeah, I just if it was anyone but Izzy, I'd be like, Yeah, exactly. But mm-hmm. I, there's something about her that I'm like, she could snap. <laughs> yeah. Which it, I say this, and I say that she's a lot, and she's a bit too much. I love that she's on this season. Oh, I yes. love that like aspect of just like tense chaoticness. Like it's just, it's awesome. So I, I love Izzy. I love that she's on the season. She's a lot though. No, you turn on the feeds any time of day, and she is just gaming. Like that's all she does. She is constantly in conversations, most of the time with Sari, but it's just it's so entertaining. Uh, which I think segues great to the next person I want to talk about, Mimi, who is kind of the opposite. <laughs> and she, yeah. in fact, she had a segment on how little emotion she shows in the Big Brother house. And man, while I was watching tonight's episode, at first when I saw it, I was like, come on, Mimi, don't be such a stick in the mud. And then I saw tonight's episode and I was like, I'm with Mimi. These people are just crying up a storm. They're crying because they're talking to Hysom and like, Telling them that they're sorry and blah, 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 blah. Get over it. It's a game. You lost the game. You're trying to use emotion. Sure, hi, some like, I respect that. Do what you got to do. But, man, cry me a river. I was all in with Mimi this week. Uh, yeah, completely agree. That would be my biggest struggle in the Big Brother house because I already struggle enough with, like, empathy, especially with, like, little things like that. So mm-hmm. when it comes to a game... I mean, I would be like, what are we doing? Like, what? But you have to be. Like, you have to be empathetic in those moments because mm-hmm. it's, a show, it's, like it's a social game and that's how you get far. And I worry for Mimi that she's not going to be able to do that. But I am with her on it. Yeah, that's the hardest part. I would absolutely... I, I would absolutely be that person. I would be so empathetic. I'd be like, man, hi, some, this is what it was. I'm sorry, man, but like that's that's how the game goes, and like I I think you're awesome, and I think you're such a great person, and like I just re- and I like start getting emotional, and it would be to play the game, and you get caught up in the emotions when you're stuck with the same people for three weeks. But he's like, they were my family. Sorry, I won't go into Heisman again. He doesn't need that. Mimi <laughs> is great. I love you, Mimi. Uh, Mimi's great. I hope she does better. Uh, Man, her and America feel very similar to me where it feels like they have decent reads, they have a decent gameplay mind, and they just need to lay low for a little bit and find their find their footing. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. You want to talk about Cameron and or Red or maybe both of them? I don't know. They both seem very 
similar at this point. They merged. They merged into one personality. Mm-hmm. The next couple of weeks would be boring if it was those two back to back. So I kind of don't want that, but also I'd be very okay with that. Yeah, you're right. It it'd be. I mean, it'd be really fun if like one of them could win, just because I think that would be the most chaotic, and that'd be like. Yeah, that would be wild. Because I have no idea where they would go, you know? I think Cameron this whole takes week. A shot at Felicia. Yeah, that'd be funny. That'd be really funny. But I think, like, this whole week, Cameron has just been, like, his one job is just to stay cool. Mm-hmm. And so in doing that, he hasn't really had a chance to, like, really get in on a lot of strategy. Mm-hmm. And it's also funny. Uh, part of the reason why they almost flipped the vote today is because he didn't pack his bag for tonight, and they did not like that. Sari was like, oh. you, you need to pack your bag. How are you this comfortable? Like, it's like, well, you told him. I don't know. So it was very funny that, like, that was part of the reason. Um, that's but... such a sign of trust. That's uh, what yeah, you want. I, that's what I thought. But they, they didn't like how confident he was. <laughs> like, well, okay. But if Sari was saying that to me, I wouldn't be like, Sari, it's just because he trusts us so much. I'd be like, yeah, Sari, let's vote him out. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I would say, yes, Sari, let's vote him out. Nothing? No. I thought that was pretty good. Nothing. I got nothing. If I had said it the first time, would it have been good? No, I think the second time. Because if you said it the first time, I wouldn't have noticed. But when you repeated Uh, it, then it made me focus on it. So, But still not good? It's fine, but I'm not going to give you any credit or affirmation for it. Because I don't want to support this behavior. Well, everyone, you saw it here. Nathan's a bully. All right, is there anybody else that we want to hit on? Uh, not Bowie, that's for sure. Certainly not. Yeah, Bowie's Bowie's our furniture for the week, I think. Uh, she might be the furniture for the season. Yep, there's a very good chance. I could see her being, being like, fourth place and just everyone forgets she existed. <laughs> I think we hit everyone. That sounds... Sounds about right. Just double-checking. Yeah, I think we're good. I feel like we didn't touch on Matt super super thoroughly. I like Matt. Um, still oh, all that's in on true. him. Um, I feel like I haven't seen him be super like complaining a ton about some of the things that we are, which makes me feel like I'm gonna take it easy a little bit, not complain too much. But yeah, he's taking it like a champ. Um, and I feel like he's having a lot of really good, like personal conversations with people, which doesn't. I'll guarantee you a good spot in the game, but it doesn't hurt. So you love to see that. Agreed. I think he's positioned well enough. Uh, and I almost think, like I said earlier, how this season is playing up almost like survivor strategy, just moment by moment. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing you always say is like, if your ally or your number one goes home, you're in a good position. And mm-hmm. that could be the case this season. You know, I think Riley leaving has forced him to have to build bridges with a lot of different people and mm-hmm. you know the the one person that was targeting him everyone went against and they let Matt know hey he was targeting you so kind of cool yeah absolutely and he was not happy with it no he wasn't three strikes and you're out three strikes and you're out that's a baseball reference not a bowling reference just in case anyone's confused. Three strikes is a turkey. Yeah, very different thing. That's the baseball reference, right? Three strikes is a turkey. Yeah, you want strikes in baseball. 
Yep. You know, in kickball, it's two strikes. Really? Yeah, maybe it's just my league. I don't know. Like official kickball? Oh. The league I'm in, it's two strikes. And if, uh, and okay. if you foul on the second strike, you're out. Unlike baseball, where you can keep following the last strike. Mm. But no one's here to hear about that. Yeah, I was going to say, Nathan, how long do you think the pressure cooker is going to go for? <laughs> so let's, let's make a bet right now, whoever's closest. I'm going to be honest. Going, do, we want, do we want prices right rules? Sure. I don't care. Right. I'll be honest. Like, I'm surprised that they're all still in it right now. It's such an easy thing to do that I feel like just bailing immediately. Oh, is it? Is, it, the, is the pressure message. cooker an easy thing to do, Tony? Yeah, holding really? a button for an hour is easy. Okay. Do it I did right a now. challenge once where I held my hand straight up in the air for an hour. Do it, it right painful, now. But I did Hold it. a button for an hour starting now. Don't you dare tempt me. Where's the button? I need a button. I'm just going to hold my finger right here on the desk. <laughs> okay, We're going to podcast for an hour. I'm not podcasting for an hour, but you have to keep recording yourself for an hour just to. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not, not doing that. I didn't agree I'm not to this. Recording you myself did. now. Uh, okay, pressure cooker. How long do I think it'll last? Uh, I think it'll last. I have six mine. hours. You said That's seven. I no, I had six. Oh no! Because I felt like we had to have it at the same time because we couldn't. That's true. Okay. Because it's closer without going over. So I already had six ready because I was like, I can't just I can't just take the next highest after okay, you because okay. that's cheating. Sure. So what do we do now? We guess a number between one and a hundred. Guess a number. Okay. No, no, no. Here's what we have to do. We have to not do prices right rules because that's not going to work. <laughs> Because okay, we're fair, just going to, like, that's just going to break yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, 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 so yeah. we have to do, um, like, over this much or under this much, you know? So, like, let's set a, a number. Set the over under at six. Okay. we already just said six. So now do we want to, do you want to do your lottery ball thing to see who gets to pick first of? Yep. Pick okay. a number. I'm going to pick, I'll, <laughs> I'll pick it before, at the same time. So I'll just lift up my hands when you say yours. Okay. Um, 11. 33. 33? What do the numbers go to? 100. Oh, they go to 100 now. They go to... You got 100 go balls again. in there? Go. <laughs> go again. Go again. Go again. All right. What do you mean go again? Well, the, you didn't know there were 100 balls, so you, you're going to say a new number between 1 and 100 now. No, that's fine. Yeah. I'm just saying oh. we're going to... We could potentially do like 98 balls until we get it. Oh, no. We're just going to do whoever's closest. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Oh, well, in that case, I do want a new number. Okay, 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 okay. Man, this is great radio. I hope people are watching the video, because otherwise, this stinks. Okay. All right. You ready? You got yours? All right. I got my number. I got mine. Okay, 11. 52. Oh. Okay. All right, let's see what we got. I already did it. Now we're going to have to do the math to see who gets closer. 22, you win. Oh, I win. Okay, I want over six hours. So you want... You want over? Yep. All over right, six hours. What's the winner get? Um, to to they pie, get to swap pie in the face somebody. for the loser. No, they can swap out somebody that they picked for their three if they want to. Oh, that's actually really good. That's really good. Um, I'm gonna remind you quick yep. who our three are, because now we. Oh, have I those. just looked. You got Suri, America, and Jag. I got Corey, Izzy, and Matt. 
Wow. I feel like that's pretty even right now. Yeah, honestly. Like that's Better not a bad. <laughs> yeah, usually one of ours would be out already. So the fact that like I think all six of these players are like, you know, that's not bad. Look at us go. Hey, where can they find the podcast, Nathan? Everywhere. Not everywhere. But you can find it now on YouTube. We're on YouTube. If you're not watching this, watch this. And if you already listened to this whole episode on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere you listen to podcasts, go watch the YouTube again. I guess. I don't know. Have it on in the background. Subscribe to our YouTube. Give us some views. Full transparency. I, I think sh- I'm the only subscriber. Yeah, I think I should subscribe. I'll, I'll be compl- I'll be upfront with that. We we get some listens on Spotify and Apple. YouTube, not so much. So let's start that. Because... <laughs> Well, we just started. There. We did just start it. This is number four. And last week's is not good. It's so actually bad, I think. If you are listening after, if you're listening to this episode after listening to last week's, thank you. We owe you everything. We're also on Instagram, Twitter, or X, TikTok, at NGAPPod. I'm still getting roasted on TikTok. The same video. That. Every the day, same video? over a hundred notifications every day for that single video. I don't understand why is TikTok still pushing this out. That was almost a month ago. Because people are still getting interacting with it. That's so awesome. It's it, it, it's I, just look at it. It's <laughs> how many views are we looking at now? How many views? Okay, I'm pulling this up again. Bad radio, but it's fine. Because this is this. It's just a funny situation. It's a really funny situation. <laughs> Uh, pulling up TikTok. Okay, um, three hundred and thirty thousand. Yeah, look at you go. This person said, "Wait, oh, I was trying to open up the comments. It didn't work." Okay, whatever. We're done. Thanks for listening. Yeah, we'll be we back are. Next week, I'm Nathan. This is Tony. Love one another.